hey, it's Friday, May 26th. Yeah, May 26th. Thanks for joining me for today's episode of Enough for Today. We come to the end of our week, and I hope you've had a good week. We're planning for a wonderful weekend at Emmanuel, and we are at Celebration Sunday, so we will hopefully prayerfully baptize new believers and welcome new families to our church. We are beginning John 15 this week, so if you want to prepare your heart, get ready, uh, begin reading John 15. And this is the I am the vine, you are the branches, abide in me. This is, (laughs) I just, man, this is going to be a great part of our journey through John. So I'm thankful. I'm loving this study. I hope you are too. It's it's equipping me, it's blessing me, it's growing me, and uh, I'm so thankful for it. But today we're in Psalm 68, and we're not going to make much progress today, but um, this is a great section of this psalm. We're coming into the back third of the psalm, um, or really closing in on the end of the psalm. I'm trying to find my place here, sorry. He, verse 52, he made his own people to go forth like sheep. And he guided them in the wilderness like a flock. So we're tracking the journey of ancient Israel out of Egypt, out of slavery, out of bondage, following God across the wilderness into the promised land. And it is a picture of salvation. It's a picture of redemption. It's a picture of the journey in the pilgrimage that we all take through life where we are saved out of bondage. We're delivered by our redeeming, saving God. And then we're guided through this wilderness called life, this unpredictable journey through a fallen planet. And then we arrive at the borders of the promised land, uh, the home he's prepared for us, the eternity that he has led us into. So it it is a picture of the pilgrimage we're all taking and the guidance we all need. And we left off yesterday saying that we need to be comfortable being sheep like knowing we need God's guidance, fully depending on him, fully resting in him, letting him make us lie down in green pastures, lead us beside still waters, knowing that when one pasture goes brown, he knows where the next pasture is. He will always care for us. He will always lead and guide us when we are leadable, teachable, guidable, receiving. It's when we pull away. It's when we rebel. It's when we gripe and complain and forget his heart and wander from him, that's when we become vulnerable again. So we pick it up in verse 53, and this ties right in with what we talked about last Sunday in church. He, God, he led them on safely so that they feared not, but the sea overwhelmed their enemies. Now, this is interesting. So it's talking about the parting of the Red Sea, and the people journeying through that those two walls of water and then into the promised land. And I love what, um, I, I came across a clip this past week of Tim Keller preaching from the passage of the journeying through the Red Sea, and I love the insight he said, and I've thought about this before, but the way he put it was, was really good. He said, you know, there were some Israelites that walked through those two walls of water like, yes, look at this, this is spectacular. Look at what God has done for Israel. His strong arm has parted these waters and here we are being delivered and they walked through with confidence and marveling at the wonders of God. But he said, don't you know, there were a whole bunch of those Israelites 
walking through those two walls of water going, I'm going to die, I'm going to die, I'm going to die, I'm going to die. And uh, of course, that's a funny thought to think about it. But how many of us journey through life that way? You know, we see God coming through for us, providing for us, but we're like, oh no, we're going to die, we're going to die, we're going to die. And what he said, here's the point that he made, and I leave it with you today. He said, the point is, we're saved not by the strength of our faith. We're saved by the strength of the object of our faith. He said, the fact is, the people were secure and safe, even though their faith might have been weak in the moment. Their faith was in God. And so it's not the strength of our faith that saves us. It's the strength of the object of our faith. Another illustration, I think this is Keller also, and maybe it's Jonathan Edwards. He said, um, strong faith in a weak object is still uh, terminal. <laughs> so strong faith, a strong grip on a weak tree branch, if you're falling, um, is not going to help you. But a weak faith in a strong object is a saving faith. So Jesus is the object of our faith. The strong arm of God is the object of our faith. And the closer we live in fellowship with God, the more fear will dissipate in our lives because the object of our faith grows our confidence and our courage over time. So he led them on safely, verse 53, so that they feared not. The more they understood their safety in him, the more they were able to release their fear. And I imagine that those that entered those walls of water terrified by about halfway across or two-thirds of the way across, their fear was lessening and their confidence and courage and sense of safety was growing. Um, and then they watched the sea overwhelm the enemies of God. So I'm going to leave it here for today and I'm just going to remind you that it's not the strength of your faith, it's the object of your faith. And the object of your faith being God himself, Jesus, that's a strong object and you're in good hands and he's going to lead you on safely. So fear not, my friends. And happy Friday and I hope to see you Sunday and if not, we'll see you on Monday.